let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back to Thick Radio, the podcast where we talk about gaining feedism and everything in their orbit. I'm James. And I'm Tim. So let's get into it. Today we're joined by a special guest. Today we're welcoming to the show. We've got Ugo. Hello. How are you? Hello. Just fine. How are you guys? Doing good. Yeah, doing good. We're really glad to have you on the show. You're someone who we've been interested in speaking to for a little time because, of course, we've had Pablo on the podcast previously. Listeners, you'll remember him from our culture app, Life in Mexico. And we had the opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, a wonderful product called El Gaina, which is a a podcast slash uh, website news, news platform. Uh, directed towards the South American slash uh, Spanish-speaking Latin gainer community, which, uh, Hugo, you're you're the the mastermind and the creator behind. Is that right? Yeah, thank you for saying that. Um, uh, I've been in this project like from ten years now, and it's gonna it, it have it have been like some of these things that you are proud of. You know, um, hmm. first discovered I, I was a, a gainer slash feeder. Um, it was pretty hard to me, you know, like I didn't have a lot of information there mm-hmm. and that was my, like my main thought about that. So that's why, uh, for me, this, this website and this podcast is very important, you know, like it's reflecting that part of, of myself. And I was like, um, lucky enough when I was younger and I think about it every time I, I make a podcast or every time I write something in the website you know it's like what kind of information should i have in my moment you know to avoid feeling like like a stranger like i i i was like some kind of freak because of it you know i feel like we all feel that way in the beginning it it makes sense you know i think for so many of us and you know obviously for tim and myself and i think many of our listeners we grow up in you know white dominant english speaking western countries where we realistically have the greatest amount of access to other people in the community and you know the language and things that people talk about you know it is very centered on us you know and obviously that's why we said that that we wanted to do you know episodes that focus on other countries and kind of bring in gainers and fetists from from all over the world but i think what you're expressing really is important for people to be considerate of as much as we can find it difficult with our english and our western access to process gaining and find community how much more difficult it can be for individuals like yourself in different parts of the world where there's less representation and things that aren't in Spanish. So I think it's so cool that you took that initiative to create something that was not just for yourself, but for other people like yourself who needed a voice and an opportunity to be heard. So just a just a moment here to applaud you for it. Listeners at home, you better be applauding this beautiful man because 
let me tell you, as the people right here who also do a podcast, because that's obviously, you know that, you're here listening to it. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you that it's a labor of love. You know, this shit is hard. It takes time. So, you know, mad respect to someone who's doing all of that with language on top, with culture on top of that, with access on top of that. Hugo, hats off to you. And I, th I think what you're doing is amazing. Oh, thank you. I actually, you know, as you said, running this kind of project is really hard. You know, it takes a lot of your time. And sometimes when, when you're having like a, a rough time in your life or, you know, struggling with, with the job and some other things, it's like really difficult to do it. But at the end of the day, it's it's really rewarding, you know, like, you know, the, how does it feel to, to, to be like um, feeling alienated because of this, because you can't find info, because you don't know what's going on with you. And then, you know, it makes it worth it, you know, like. To know that there's some people there that discovering this and they haven't the, the access to it and they're not suffering the things I I been you know when I first begin and into this, so yeah yeah you're totally right it's like a it's a really hard to do thing but it's really rewarding you know at the end of the day. Absolutely. So before we delve more into El Gainer itself, I want to focus on you for a moment here. So, you know, you said you've been doing the podcast for 10 years, but, you know, you said before as well, you identify as a, a gainer and a feeder. Is that right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your gaining journey, you know, kind of where you started, you know, way back whenever that was and just where you're up to now. Fill the listeners in on your journey. Let me think about it. Uh, I think the first time I thought about um, being fat, I was really a little kid. I was like 10 years old, maybe. Um, and of course, uh, as, it's, as it evolved, uh, when I was a teenager, I, it started to, to have this like sexual connotation, you know? Uh, so um, I, started, I started to have this idea of gaining weight myself when I was about like, I don't know, 13 years old, maybe. And, but, but it was just like, a, you know, I get hot with the idea. Maybe I, I masturbate to it or something like that. And that's it, okay? But by the time, as the time passed by, um, I discovered it was more like an essential part of myself, you know? And um, when I was about uh, 19, I decided to actually gain the weight, you know. I thought, um, I don't know if I'm going to like it because I'm thinking of it like an idealization of it. And of course, it's not the same just thinking about it than living it, you know. Uh, a lot of gainers and I know are not aware of it they are not aware of a lot of things that came with the obesity, with gaining all the weight, you know? They have this idea of everything is gonna be just perfect. And even if I was really young, I thought about it and I was like, you know, screw it. I'm gonna leave this. And you know, at the end of the day, if I feel like it's not for me or something gets wrong, or I really don't like it, I just can't drop the weight. So I started to do it and, I went from 
80 kilos, more or less, to uh, 120, like in year and a half, maybe. Wow, that's that's pretty incredible progress. Yeah, and I loved it. I mean, I was like, I want more from this. You know, um, what I discovered with this experiment was like, I really love to be fat, you know? Um, and I wanted more. In that time, I was like um, ending up high school and getting ready for the university and that stuff. So I decided to focus more in, 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 my, in my career, you know? Mm -hmm. um, because as hot as is, as hot as it was, uh, I did have some trouble because of it, you know, because I was so much into it. So sometimes I just neglected other parts of my life because of it, you know? And mm -hmm. I was pretty young. I didn't know uh, how to actually, you know, manage my life in that time. So I started to become something of someone who was just uh, gaining centered. And that's, you know, that's not functional, you know? So I decided to make a pause on it and focus on my career and, you know, get, get, keep going. Uh, so I slowly dropped the weight. You know, I have a really, I have a really fast metabolism. So if I'm not like actually doing something for my gains, I, pro I probably drop the weight. And that happens like, you know, all the weight I gained like in a year and a half, maybe two years, uh, I drop it in maybe the double of the time, but I ended up like being skinny again, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I was in my last years of, of the university, I discovered that I had a trouble with it. You know, I was like, mm, I feel like something is missing from myself. You know, I, it's something he, here that makes me feel like I'm not totally me. And that's a really, really weird uh, thing to, to feel. But um, I discovered it was because I was not fat enough, you know? I didn't like myself enough because I was not fat enough. And that's, that's difficult to discover, you know? <laughs> so um, by, by that time, you know, there was more information about around the web because when I was younger, you know, uh, I lived the, the web 1.0 and things were pretty different. We are having a lot of information right now and everything is so fast. But in that moment, it was like, you could put an, a question and you can have an answer like maybe a week later and you never actually met the people you were talking with because, you know, things were just different in the internet, by the way, but in, in those times. So by the time I discovered I needed myself to be fatter, all this internet world had already changed. So I could find a lot of information. I could um, talk with some other people who, who were in sync with me, you know, some of the communities were around by the time. So it helped me to, to accept this part of myself. So I decided I, I am a gainer in, in that moment, you know, like I, I already know the terms, I already know 
what it meant to be. But like in that moment in my life, I just I just notice it. I just like embrace it. You know, you know what? I'm a gainer and I need to be bigger and fatter. And that's not wrong, you know, it's like a personal choice. So just do it, okay? And it became more conscious than than the last time, you know, because when I was a teenager, I did it, but it was like all text drive, you know? It, it was like, I did it because it was hot. <laughs> but now it's like a more central part of myself. So long story short, I passed through a lot of things through my life and finally I decided to move to a city, to a bigger city, uh, to be like, to feel like I was free enough to get as fat as I want. Um, and I'm starting to do it again. Uh, I actually started my gaining journey again this year. So I've been from 89 kilos in January this year to 97 today. So I want to keep going and I want to, to keep on gaining weight. And in all, all this time, I consider myself a feeder because I really want people around me to get fat. And I really want other gainers to embrace it and feel good in, the, in their skin. Uh, one of my friends um, always said to me that, that I'm the biggest, um, the biggest feeder he knows because because of my blog and because of my page, a lot of people became gainers, <laughs> and that's a that's pretty flattering, you know. Uh, but I feel like you know when this is for you, you found it and you know it. Yeah. So I'm just proud of it, and, and I really want to, to, to have a community out here, and I really want to keep on going. Wow. I mean, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And honestly, even as you started touching on all those different points, you know, the, the horniness that you feel versus the lived reality of it, the decision to gain weight, the decision to potentially stop losing weight and, and the, the, the different decisions and prioritizing different things and, and building community and all these points, honestly, like half the back catalog can be referenced right then and there. Listeners go, go listen to the things. And this is, this is why we have such an expansive category of topics we talk about and delve into with the podcast, because even just with Ugo sharing, you know, their experiences right here with us, there are so many moments there to just like hone in on and you could blow that up and there's a thousand questions and a thousand decisions that get made all to do with gaining and the experience of being fat and how it changes your life, both for the good and for the challenges. So listen to the words, you know, and I think listen to the challenges Ugo has put aside, you know, if this is for you, make it for you, do it for you, look at the things, do all the things that you need to do. I mean, Tim, to reference you here for a moment, as we've said before, you've been around with the internet for a longer time than many of us. Like, how does Ugo's experiences of connecting with that early period of gainer community align with your experiences at that kind of time? I mean, I identify with a lot of what Ugo was saying, especially when it came to uh, when you mentioned that you have a high metabolism and that it's not easy for you to put on weight. One of my biggest problems 
you know, like even at 40, my metabolism is still going pretty strong. I keep hoping that like, as soon as my 40th birthday hits, it'll just tank and I'll have no further problems, but that's not realistic. Um, and then I, again, like uh, early experiences with the internet and like feeling that you're alone until you find your community online. Um, and I wish that we could meet gainers in real life before we start doing things online but that's just not possible in the world we live in <laughs> maybe like the alpha generation maybe they'll be able to meet gainers in real life before they're able to do it online but i um oh, fuck i lost my train of thought i mean i wanted to ask real quick Ugo, how old are you now i'm 25 35 okay so you know similar you know kind of in between tim and myself you know that similar millennial generation of discovering things when we're underage and desires and for some people some people pursue that you know and i think it would be really cool at some point in the future to do an episode like an underage gaining retrospective like interview someone who you know, like they got their start, like when they were at home and when they were in high school and actually did the dang thing like we all wanted to do when we were teenagers, but didn't end up doing. So uh, if any listeners out there fills that brief, um, and obviously is of consenting age, that should not have to be stated, but we're going to state that just to be very clear about this, uh, then please reach out to us at thethickradio at gmail.com. We would love to have you on to have that conversation. Um, but no, Ugo, thank you so much for sharing that experience, you know, and it is wonderful to hear about other gainer journeys. I know we don't necessarily talk about people's personal journeys a lot on the podcast, but, you know, I think it is important, especially when it comes to, as we come back to, people who aren't from the typical West, people who English is not their first language and centering experiences that just aren't what we see every day and i think it's wonderful to know that there is such a strong through line such a similar correlation between how you discover and experience your gains to how we do you know and i think that's a good point for a lot of people in the community to remember there's more that what we have in common than what we don't which should probably be a mantra about many 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 other subjects happening in the world at the moment just to put that out there yeah, totally. I mean, we as a community have all this in common. And even if we don't match our languages or we have different cultural backgrounds, we have all this in common, you know. And a gainer still a, a gainer is still a person that and as as people, we share more similarities. But sometimes I don't know why we, we like to categorize everything and we like to tear apart all of this but that's only an, an illusion you know like every gainer in the world have this personal journey then i'm pretty sure it's very similar you know like we have all this in common we have all this background and sometimes uh we lose it all just because you know we have all this categorization we are like dividing everything mm. You know, Albert Einstein says that the greatest illusion is, or the greatest lie, rather, is the illusion of separation. This idea that we introduce concepts like uh, cooking and microbiology and the weather and sex and uh, anime and to any, any other number of subjects. And we think to ourselves, these are such wildly different things that could have no possible correlation to each other. 
but actually there's so much with everything that comes in common and it's really important that we understand that we do have similarities and we can also learn from different things and share in different things and I don't know I just think these types of moments are just really important because we don't see them enough but I want to ask here you were telling us that you've been doing the podcast for about 10 years now is that right yeah more or less so what has the response been like from listeners of your podcast I think at the beginning when I started to record the first podcast um, I haven't a lot of response at least not directly because later on when I met people by the web or in real life you know they talk about my podcast like they were you know I didn't know what was going on with me but then I found this page and then the thing then I hear this podcast and I started to think you know maybe I'm like him you know so I discovered there's a difference among the the response I thought I have in the podcast online versus the impact of it in real world. And that's pretty interesting because there is a difference between this kind of content with the one you put on some other social media, you know, you can measure it through likes, through comments. And here is like a lot of people never comment about it, but they are like thinking a lot of it. You know, and it's making like a difference in their lives, but they they're not actually interacting with it. It's kind of funny, you know, it's different. Um but I think it has been generally good. I even met some gainers who told me they discovered this community through my blog and my podcast, which makes me very happy. Most of them thought this kind of lifestyle was only for English speaking English speaking people and then just discovered this. And, and, you know, I feel very happy because that's my main goal with it, you know? I feel like James and I have had a very similar experience. And I think overall, any product that is put out there into the Gainerverse is a very slow burn. It's like, think about all the websites that have come along and how long it took before, like, they really reached their their stride. You know, Grommer's been around for 10 years, but right out the gate, it, you know, wasn't like the most popular site it is now but like there are other sites that are coming along that they're trying to grow in popularity and everything does move slowly at first like i think james and i we we were a little naive in thinking the response was going to be swift and it was not it was the kind of thing that took yeah many months yeah no no you're absolutely right you know i think because when you want to create something Obviously, you think to yourself, I'm passionate enough about this to create this. And if I'm this passionate, then surely there are other people out there who are that passionate. And the moment I I press click and then the first episode posts, every gainer in the universe is going to find it and they're going to love it and they're going to celebrate it. And I'm going to get a Nobel Peace Pro Like, we didn't think that. But no. like, <laughs> that's just, a little grandiose even for us even for us but like you do have an idea in your head that like somehow it's like a beacon right like you see all those sci-fi space movies 
you've got to press the beacon, it goes do 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 and it goes out into space. And sometimes the whole plot is like the beacon was launched 50 years ago and we just got our first message back. And then you think there are actually dozens and dozens of people whose whole job it is to like maintain that beacon the entire time. So it's like all of that just for like one ping back message. So actually it makes sense that there is this existing narrative that you are putting something out into the universe literally and you are just waiting for someone to ping back just waiting and unlike aliens and whatever else that nasa fucking deals with we have the blessing that human beings on our planet at least respond in a faster time frame than decades you know sometimes it's like weeks and months <laughs> rather than expansive years but um you know, I think that's actually a really good point for anyone listening who's considering doing their own thing or maybe they are running their own thing and is wondering why they're not getting that kind of resonance from people. You can do all the marketing and promotion you want, but sometimes like it just takes time and that's kind of the beginning and end <laughs> of it. There's no, there's no caveats. Like sometimes I feel like we have conversations where we argue and we're looking for the excuse. Oh, I didn't tick the box correctly or, oh, I missed a posting date or something like that. Now, sometimes it's just shit takes time and that's all there is to <laughs> all there is to it. Um, but I did want to ask, you know, you'd mentioned that some people um, listened to your podcast and because they listened to your podcast, they discovered the gaming community. So, I want to know, like, what kind of changes have you noticed in your gaming community since you started your podcast? Well, the evolution has been impressive, actually. You know, a lot of people in Spanish-speaking countries didn't even know something like the fittest communities could exist back in the day. Nowadays, we have a lot of gamers making content, social media, and even in other platforms like OnlyFans or so. And that would be totally, you know, impossible in those times. People is being more, is having more freedom to talk about this, you know. And we have a lot of information, even if we don't have a lot of in Spanish, though, there is more information than back in the day, you know. And the people is getting to communicate faster and that's making the difference among the younger generations. You know, there's a lot of people who is exploring this part of themselves and they're not having this guilt feeling attached to it that we used to have when we were younger, you know, because all of the context, because everything being so slow and having like so little information. And I think we're evolving in that. And and that evolution have been impressive. I, I really think um, we we really we are really constructing something here, you know. Um, especially about Latin America, uh, our communities are very small. We are not that structured now, but we are starting it, and you know you can see it. You can see there are small groups. You can see now um, a lot of feeders and gainers get in touch, which is, you know, the beginning of a community. So I really, really love to see this. Uh, and 
And I'm pretty sure we are going to, to have a bigger community into the future. You know, we, we are just getting started. I love that. And I think that's wonderful to hear about the Latin community because I, I, again, as Western folk, you know, our engagement with that is so minimal and it does feel like, you know, like, yes, language barriers, but it also does feel like sometimes the structure of things keeps people very separate. And I do think to myself sometimes, like, what would the world be like if we just had a little bit more of like reaching out to people who were like more or less the same as us, just doing things a little bit differently. Speaking of which, El Gaina, like we talked about before very briefly, is not just a podcast. You also have a full-fledged website where you do articles and blog posts and things of that nature. Tell us a little bit more about that part of what you do. Yes, I have a blog where you can find general info about the feederism and the gainer community. Uh, they have like, uh, the, you know, information from the definition of it to the things we want or like to do to stories and, you know, experiences. I talk, I talk about my experiences and my friends and you can read it in a gainer. Um, I have translated some um, articles from English and even the ones on video, like the hard fat one, which I think is one of the best ones we are portraying like the gainer community in a good way. Uh, and that's it. Like it's a it's it it means goal, it main goal is to be informative, you know, like uh, I know you can be horny and just watch some video or try to read some um, erotica. But, you know, what I feel is we, what I feel we are lacking of is information. So that's all, you know, that's the, that's the main goal of all this project. And, you know, uh, sometimes it's kind of difficult to, to find out like different things to talk about, but um, I don't know, I think like, I just build this like little ecosystem where mm. I can I can just put different kind of information and not only just translate it from English, but now we have a little community like we can talk about it and we can um, have our own experiences on that. I think that's great. You know, that's something that, you know, admittedly, even with, you know, the kind of social media stuff that Tim and I try to do, you know, between TikTok and, and Instagram and our website, even we haven't really managed to kind of get it to grips on that. So I think that is to be commended, you know, again, things that you know, we've kind of been fed back to in the past because not everyone listens to the podcast and they don't have to. But, you know, some people will say podcasts just aren't my thing. But then there are other people who will say, you know, they want to consume this content, but they just don't gel with like an audio podcast medium. Some people really are readers. Some people, and even within reading, they want articles. Or if they don't want articles, they want short stories. And if they don't want short stories and essays, they want books and they want novels just filled to the brim with information. And they don't just want, you know novels that are kind of written in, you know, down to earth terminology, they want it in, you know, the scientific lay term and jargon and all of that. And every form of that inf informative consumption 
is valid. And I think it's wonderful that you're really branching out and doing that for the Spanish speaking community and for the Latin community. So Tim, we, I think we need to <laughs> get some writers and, and up our game on all this stuff, you know? I agree. I agree. Um, I do want to ask here, just as a curiosity, what kind of challenges have you encountered with El Gaina? You know, either like from the production side of things or like the reception from listeners, what kind of challenges have you encountered with it? Well, as you know, the production of this product is really hard to say the least. You know, you, you have to earn a lot of time. <laughs> And sometimes it's like really difficult. Uh, but I think my main problem here is in the community is growing. Uh, there's not a lot of people willing to be more out of the fridge and uh, embrace it, you know, like embrace this part of their themselves. So I usually have a hard time finding people to talk with. And of course, the distances sometimes could be a problem since there's a wide area to cover here. Um, and you know, sometimes it could be a problem since we have the necessity to record remotely and most of the time the internet connection here in Mexico are not the best, frankly. But um, I don't know, I think I could, uh, by the time I learned to, you know, keep calm and do it just because I like to do it and because all because I feel like this is doing well to the community. Um, but yeah, I would be lying if I say it, it's an easy thing because it's not. Like maybe you as a producer from this kind of content can relate with this. Sometimes you are like overwhelmed with all of the things you have to do because people can just read an article or just hear 30 minutes of podcast. But there's a lot of work behind it you know like there's more more than you do behind the scenes very much so i mean even even just for this episode you know we talked to pablo and we were interviewing him and then he mentions el gainer and we go oh what's that he tells us a bit about it we say great let's do some research and then we go to the website uh which of course we are going to drop in the socials at the end of this episode so everyone listen out for that but, you know, we went to the website and we looked you up and we found you on Instagram and, you know, we had to run the, the articles through English translators a bit. But, you know, we were looking at the kind of content that you post and, you know, we, we took the time to research it. And like when we wrote out our brief with all the questions we're going to ask, you know, it's so it's an informed brief. It's not just us going, hello, <laughs> how are you today? So like <laughs> Do you want do you, are you do you like fat like you know like we're asking real questions that you know we want to learn about something and if we're gonna if we're gonna explore some deeper and you know tricky subjects we've got to ask challenging questions as well you know so like it's all that research and then you get to the episode and then you record it and when you're done recording you've got to edit it and you've got to put it up online and it's everything else that goes into it and i don't know i you know tim i said this to you the other week something i'm very passionate about is that the gainer community deserves quality not yes. just any not just like oh here is here is a thing just have it like mm -hmm. give me gilded with gold 
I want it gold plated and I want it served on a silver platter and I want it done to the best of our abilities and the highest quality because when we create something that is immaculate, other people will turn around and pay attention. You know, other people will take it more seriously because they go, look at this professional product. They really care about what they're doing. This is the real deal. I want to listen. And when I learn something from this, I want to share it with other people and I want to spread that message of positivity. So, you know, it all ironically feeds back into the original thing and it just keeps going and going and going from there. So and I it's interesting that we're in a position to uh, to be demanding quality at this point, because I remember when we just cared about quantity because there wasn't any of it, like we really had to scour to find things. And we only had like two websites and a bunch of Yahoo groups. And we were just like, just give me the quantity because, you know, I can't find my porn anywhere else like this. So just give me more and more. And now we're in a position where we kind of have a glut of the porn. You know, now we have so many people doing OnlyFans and so many people doing stuff on Twitter. So, you know, like there's so many different platforms that were spread across now. You can easily find your porn if you want to. So people are now more interested in, well, I've done the porn and yeah, it's great, but I'd like some, some, some quality here. I'd like something that I can actually chew on, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, and that's, we're in now a position to be giving that. So, you know, that's why we stress so much over the quality of the product and honestly why we are constantly putting out probes on our episodes that we want more people and we want more diverse people and we want people with unique experiences because they're out there and you're listening to this episode right now hearing our voices and we're telling you we want you because we want to celebrate you and lift you up so Find us in the right places. Let's talk and let's keep things building. And if you are Spanish speaking, hit up Ugo and be a part of El Gaina and, and talk about those experiences. And let's lift, let, let, let's just keep this all going. It's fabulous. Let's keep it all going. And I want to ask you here, like, what do you want out of the future of El Gaina? Like, do you have a specific goal in mind of like, things you want to do, projects you want to start working on. Tell us about that. Well, the first one is that I want to make it more professional, you know, like like having a higher quality audio in, in, in my podcast, like having a team who is helping me to, to research, to, to make more content. Because sometimes, because it's, it is just me, it's difficult to do it, you know. Like I, I have a lot of, help from my friends but it's not the same like having a team who is working with you and i just want more people to know about the gainer lifestyle you know and i wish it could be this could become a platform against the fat phobia because we are having so much of it right now uh, i'm not sure if the federation could be ever could be ever being celebrated you know by the rest of the world but at least uh, it must be tolerated by those who doesn't like it and I think information is, is the key to, to achieve that, you know? And of course, as you said, we are not in those times like we have a lot of quantity because we already have a lot of quantity of all information. Right now we have the quality of it, like having this, um, this info who is 
is having an impact on us, you know? So I don't know, I just want to make it sound more professional to can to express better, you know, like what the community is, like making it sound serious, like making it sound like we are a real community just and we're not just a fetish and we're just not like a lot of uh, horny people, you know. I think that's great. You know, I think we've said similar things. As much as we are very accustomed as, as community members to talk like this without dicks <laughs> in our hands and, you know, we're very good at the horny, but what about the social? What about the platonic, the intellectual, you know, the the spiritual, the all of it, you know, like where, where are those conversations? And that's where this podcast comes in. That's where Elgana comes in. And like we've been saying, it's all about building it up. And it just makes me so happy that we're not the only ones out there doing that, that there are people like yourself representing and making it happen. Um, we do have a listener question here, which is, what is the most important thing you've learned from doing El Gaina? Mm, okay, first one, I learned that liking being fat or wanting to gain weight is not that uncommon among the general population. But most of the people, especially here, doesn't have a name for it, you know? And once they know, they feel better about it and knowing there's more people like them, uh, they can encourage your they can encourage their self themselves to be their true self. You know, you can you can encourage a gainer or a feeder to be their true self through this, through the information, through, through having community. And that's priceless, you know. So I learned that that knowledge is power is just not like is just not a cliche, you know. <laughs> like the more you know, the more you do. And and even if we we are always thinking that we are a minority. We are. We are not like, you know, three people. We are a bigger community. It's just like a lot of people just don't even know this could exist. And, and that was a shock to me, you know, because when I first started all this project, and especially when I was younger, I don't know, there, I have this thing of thinking that I was the only one around the world thinking about these things, you know, like who else in the world would want to get fatter or like fat, you know? And to know that I'm not the only one and there's a lot of people thinking like me, open up, open up a world of totally different options to me, you know? And, and I think discover to discover this is not only an individual experience, but most of the people have it is just amazing and, and yeah i learned that you know knowledge is power is just not a cliche is a real thing <laughs> i think that's great and you know learning that we've got learning that we've got so much influence i think to change the world around us by just making little choices like that i think that's a really important point for all of us to remember you know like you don't have to go out and create a product to have a gain of influence on the people around you. I think just living your life as a fat person or as a person becoming fat with joy challenges people on their narratives around fatness. I mean, this gets talked about in fat lib spaces all the time. Like someone will say to you inevitably, don't you feel bad about being fat? Shouldn't you lose some weight? Something along those lines. 
And even just standing your ground and saying, no, I'm kind of happy as is, will often stop people in their tracks and they go, uh, oh, well, totally. like they just think that you're unhappy because they don't know any other realities. So if you show them something different, they will learn something different. And I just want to close out here with a final question to the listeners of this podcast. What do you want them to know about you, about El Gainer? What's a request you want to make of our listeners today? Well, I just want to say, you know, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast if you can. Uh, make your comments and follow El Gainer. I, I think there's a lot of people who doesn't have enough info about it. If you spread the world, we're going to be like a more informed community. Because as I as I said, you know, to be a gainer should be a really um, informed musician, you know, because we have a lot of idealization of what being a gainer is. So you people are the reason why all this exists, you know, like, I'm just like you, I want the people to know about it. And uh, that's my motivation to keep it going, going on with it. So that's it, just try to to make a look on it in elgainer.com. That's wonderful. Well, listen, Ugo, that brings us to the end of this week's episode, but thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story. Thank you. Just thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. I, I have just an amazing time with you. <laughs> and, you know, um, I think that the work you're doing here with your podcast is just amazing. I know how how much love it takes to do something like this. So I really appreciate it. And even if I'm not like um, the best of expressing my, myself in English, I know that there's a lot of people there that, that is actually enjoying this and having a lot of, of information because of you guys. So thank you guys. Well, thank you. That's very kind. But of course, as we've been saying all along, if you speak Spanish, if you are someone who can lean into what Ugo is doing with Elgana, please check out the Elgana podcast. Now, where can people find Elgana and the Elgana podcast online, Ugo? All right. Uh, we have a, I mean, webpage where you can find us all around is www.elgainer.com. And from there, you can uh, you can find out all the podcasts, all the, um, the articles, um, and all of our, the media we are making. So you can use that as a launchpad, and you can just explore it. Like, it's our main page. And Ugo, where can listeners find you online? Okay, you can find me in almost every uh, platform as Ugo Hunter or Hunter to Gainer. That's like, I'm in Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, TikTok. You know, I use more platforms than other, you know, because <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think uh, at the beginning of this, uh, I, I thought it was stuck like with the millennial stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to explore different things. You and me both, girl, uh, trying to trying to figure out the TikToks and the new technology. It's a it's a journey, but we are getting there. But that is a wrap for now here on Thick Radio. Please remember to like and subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us a good review. If you liked this episode, the podcast, or just us in general, share it with your friends and encourage them to tune in. You can find me on Instagram and Beefy Frat at Stanham. 
And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Beefy Frat at Thicky Mouse. You can also look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Thick Radio or at our website at www.podpage.com forward slash Thick Radio. If you want to submit a voice note, you can reach us at podcasters.spotify.com forward slash pod forward slash show forward slash Thick Radio forward slash message. <laughs> And if you have any questions or ideas for episodes, you can reach us at thethickradio at gmail.com. So until next time, bye fats. Bye fats. Bye fats. Thank you. Let's talk about it. Thick Radio is a Patreon and Enter app podcast produced by Stan and Dickie Mouse. Next and Masterclass Stan. Our artwork is provided by Lucky 2. Our theme song is provided by Spotify Training.